Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. This is a special added edition that I'm recording early Monday morning on March 13th. And the reason I'm doing this is because I just posted the text of the podcast that I posted on Saturday. And I really felt that it was important to focus on Stormy Daniels. So the title of this podcast is What is the Stormy Daniels Donald Trump Case? And why am I doing this? Because the Stormy Daniels case may cause the legal downfall of a former president, Donald Trump. In my prior podcast, I talked a little bit about the trials of Donald Trump, all the different cases that are pending right now, all of the different investigations. So this podcast is about the Stormy Daniels case. Please take a moment, if you're listening, and please subscribe. You can find my podcasts uh, anywhere. I'm on all the different sites. Just Google or look for Gloria Moraga, political woman, and you'll find it. Usually you can find things by my name. Thanks for that. What is the Stormy Daniels Donald Trump case? What I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and outline the case kind of chronologically and tell the story. And I am citing sources as I talk and record this, but I've also cited all of the sources and put links on my website, gloriamaraga.com. So if you're wondering where some of this comes from, or if you want to double check, fact check, you can go to gloriamaraga.com and uh, the story is easy to find. So July 2006. I'm calling this the sleazy weekend in Tahoe. And I actually stole the word sleazy and (laughs) weekend in Tahoe from GQ, from GQ magazine or GQ online. So here we go. Stephanie Clifford, also known as Stormy Daniels, was a rising porn star in 2006 when she attended a celebrity golf tournament in Lake Tahoe, California. Donald Trump was 60 years old at that time. He was newly married, like fairly newly married. He had a new wife, and she had recently had a baby. And he was enjoying the success of his reality television show. Now, according to the story in GQ, and this is a quote, I'm quoting the headline, When Trump met Stormy Daniels, the strange story of four wild days in Tahoe. That story tells the story of Trump enjoying himself, kind of living the life without his wife around. She was not there and enjoying um, women there. And later, Trump was accused, and it's documented in this this story, of kissing several women without their consent and beginning an affair not only with Stormy Daniels, 
but with Karen McDougall, a Playboy model. So I started reading the story, and, you know, it's tawdry, but a GQ kind of documents where they got everything from, and uh, from from these these women that were there. And the porn industry, or a porn channel, had a number of their actresses there. Um, they had a, a booth, and they were giving out DVDs and that kind of thing. So that's how Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal met Donald Trump. Now, of course, Trump has denied all of these charges. So that's July 2006. Now we go to 2016. And my little headline is Michael Cohen and the $130,000 stormy payoff. So let's start on October 7th, 2016. Trump describes to Access Hollywood how he gropes women. So this was a video that came out. I think um, the Washington Post was first to air the video and do a story on this. That video goes viral because it's October 2016, election year. Dozens of women around this time began sharing stories of how the Republican nominee for president groped them. And when I say grope, I mean not only grope, but did other physical touching as well. So prior to this time, Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, did not want to pay off any women who were trying to tell their story about Donald Trump and his sexual exploits. But Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, then after the Access Hollywood tape, changed his mind about paying off porn star Stormy Daniels. Now, the other person who had also been paid off was Karen McDougal, but by somebody else. Cohen was not involved in the payoff of Karen McDougal. She too signed up an agreement that she wouldn't talk about her relationship with Donald Trump. So on October 27th, 2016, just days before the presidential election, according to the Wall Street Journal, Cohen wrote Stormy Daniels a check for $130,000, and she signed a non-disclosure agreement. Now, the way the Wall Street Journal writes it is, within days after the Access Hollywood interview went public, Cohen wrote Stormy Daniels a check. So that's October 27th. And November 2016, Donald Trump won the presidency. It was a sad day for me. I didn't know that he was going to be one of the worst presidents in the history of the United States. I was sad for Hillary Clinton. I was looking forward to a woman president. I firmly believe she's a brilliant woman and would have done wonderful things for this country on the foreign stage worldwide, but also in this country. I mean, you could say what you will about Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton signed the Family and Medical Leave Act, which has helped millions of families in the United States. And Trump has done nothing 
but give tax cuts to the rich, break the law, and tear us apart. So Trump wins. 2017, Trump begins paying Cohen back in installments. So it looks like he's paying Cohen for legal fees. Um, And I'm kind of saying that. So that's 2017. 2018. On January 12th, 2018, the Wall Street Journal breaks the Stormy Daniels story. Now, federal prosecutors had been investigating Trump and Cohen. And according to the um, Wall Street Journal, the federal prosecutors in the Southern District of New York contend that the money Cohen spent was used to help Trump win the election. This violates federal campaign law. So see, he pays off Stormy Daniels to keep her silent so that people don't know that Trump's this horrible womanizer. I mean, to the point of not only womanizing, but you know, forcing himself on women when they don't want his attentions. You know what that is. Um, so he paid her off to keep her quiet and so he could win the election. So therefore, it was a campaign donation and um, it wasn't it wasn't listed as that. It wasn't disclosed. In August of 2018, Michael Cohen pleaded guilty to violating federal campaign finance laws. Cohen insists, he insists all along, that he broke the law at the direction of Donald Trump. And now we are here, March 9th, 2023. Last week, the New York Times reports that, quote, prosecutors signal that criminal charges against Trump are likely. How do they signal this? Well, according to sources, Trump has been asked if he would like to testify before the grand jury that is meeting in New York, that is investigating Trump for various things. And legal experts say when this happens, when someone who's been investigated is his attorneys and he is asked if they want to come before the grand jury and tell their side of the story, that, that means that charges are coming, an indictment is coming. Now, of course, legal experts also say that you know, there's no way that Trump would testify before the grand jury. There are reports this past weekend that Trump is meeting with his legal team in New York, and it's confirmed that uh, we've known this all along, that Cohen has met with Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, in his office dozens of times in the last couple of weeks. They've been reporting that all over, and Cohen has admitted it, but he won't talk about it. And um, it's been confirmed that today, Monday, March 13th, Cohen is going to testify before the grand jury. So there you have it. And, you know, the New York Times and uh, and other newspapers, Washington Post, I was reading a whole bunch of different papers. You know, all of this said, um, Alvin Bragg and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office could still decide not to charge Trump. 
in this. It hasn't even gone to the grand jury. I mean, they're presenting all this evidence to the grand jury. Um, so I wanted to go through and kind of give you the, the timeline on, you know, he met her, they had some sort of relationship, he denies it, but she was on 60 Minutes. She's, you can Google her, go to YouTube, you can see all the different videos of her. Yeah, there's so many pending cases, which is what I, I kind of got off on that track. That This one is, um, I don't know, not open and shut, but it seems pretty clear. I mean, you know, of course, there's a lot of things that Trump can say in his defense. And, you know, if he's got great lawyers, they can say, well, we didn't tell Michael Cohen to do that. Michael Cohen did it on his own. And we, um, you know, there's no check from Trump. Trump paid Cohen, you know, it could be legal fees. You can't prove this. Um, so I don't know. It's it, who knows what kind of evidence they have. Um, you just never know. And, um, you know, when it goes to a jury or when, if this, if he is charged and goes to a jury, who knows? But he's denied everything. He's uh, Trump. He's going on the record. He's going, you know, out and saying it's a witch hunt and um, he's accusing Bragg of, you know, being a horrible person. I won't even go into what he's saying. And, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never know. This man has been done so much, so many cases, so much, that, and this horrible treatment of women, just horrible. Um, but you never know. And he seems to have a, a luck on his side every time. So that's the case of Stormy Daniels. We shall see. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. Wanted to just throw this one out there for you to kind of help. Because if it starts um, breaking into a big story, at least you'll have some background. I'm a political woman. I vote. Please vote. Please, let's. We, we have to gear up for the election. It's important. There's so much going on in our country right now. With DeSantis, and I've been dying to do a story on the budget, on Biden's budget, which is just a blueprint. It's probably not going to wind up being anything like what he proposed, but we have to talk about it because there's money in there for health care for poor people, which we have to consider. So, a lot going on. A bank went under in Silicon Valley here in California, and that's a big story. Uh, but it looks like they made some mistakes. But they're going to be covered. So and hopefully they're going to be covered according to what the president says, is they're going to be covered with their own money because I think they have the money. I think they just had a cash flow problem. But we shall see. I have a Roku. Do you have a Roku? When they were talking about this bank, the Silicon Valley Bank that went under, they said that, um, you know, that the that bank has is the bank for startups. And one of the clients of the bank is Roku. <laughs> and I said, Roku? I know not only have like a Roku device, I bought a Roku TV and I'm very happy with it. And the, the thing is though, I, I was supposed to get the voice activation remote and I didn't. Oh, I'm digressing. It's 12, um, 
52 on Monday morning. And I'm wrapping up now. I got to post this and go night night. Be safe. Thank you.